1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong.
2: And you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. <laughs> this is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. And you're watching Going In Raw. You like that?
2: Hey friend L Steve here, ManLarson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only Pro Wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, It'll the little notify bell next to it if you're watching us over there on the YouTubes. If you're listening to us in the audio realm on a podcast, perhaps on a podcast app, why don't you leave us a rating review? Or a comment. It really does help boost the exposure that it does going in raw. And it does. Does does us a great service, Larson. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. also, of course, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Got a bunch of reward tiers over there. Uh, This past uh, week, weekend, um, I put together the very first. And this is the $1 mark. It's a very exciting thing. Yes. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's cool to give away little weird things, right? So I put together the very first digital care package. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. That's the one you sent to me, yeah.
2: It's got like eight or nine GIFs of just either us or Goofy Wrestling stuff that I created in my own. Uh, and it's got a bunch of going in raw themed wallpapers. So there's like a Rawgate, will, uh, Rawgate Kills uh, phone wallpaper thing for your little smartphone right there. Um, So it's a lot of fun. And also, also, there's a coupon for friendomarket.com. We still have plenty of shirts and sticker packs. Oh, yeah, we do. Got a new one on the way. Uh, But there's a coupon in there. I think it's like 20% off coupon. It's got a discount code. And that's all the $1 Patreon mark. Uh, But we got a couple new patrons here over the past 24 hours. So I'll go ahead and give them their shout out. Because at $1, you get a shout out. As well, Jerry Simmons, Dale Kirk, Ron Sanders, and Arturo Cruz. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for your support. It really goes a long way here at Going and Rock. Yes. In these uncertain times. I was watching yesterday, last night I was watching um, uh, that the Smosh video where one of the dudes, uh, Ian, no, Ant, I don't know, Anthony yeah. from Smosh talks about uh, when Defy Media went under, Ooh. and he talks about his uh, – uh, the fact that he sold Smosh for nothing <laughs> for zero dollars. Yeah. Oh boy. Ouch, Oof. man They were huge. I mean they're yeah, still, they were they're still big. They still do yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know millions of views and They still have like five channels or whatever mm-hmm. a bunch of channels, but yeah, yeah. my goodness gracious uh, Wow, but yeah trying times I'd watched another one. I think it's from a dude named Matt Pat the game. Yeah, theorist? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Um, And it was cool In one of his videos he gave a huge shout-out to uh, our management guy, John Carl. Oh, cool. Yeah. He was like, man, he's the best guy i ever worked with. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's, like, it's always here because like, we know personally that he's yeah, awesome. Yeah. He's yeah, like he is the fantastic. best. He's, he's shout-out awesome, to yeah. John Carl. Yeah, man. He's tops. Um, so it was just funny Like he because the dude was ranting about MCNs and stuff, and he was like, you know, John Carl, though, he's great. I, best guy i ever worked with. I was like, that's my, that's my guy. That's our guy. That's the guy. And he's we're awesome. Well ta- we're well taken care of. Oh, he yes. Anyways, moving on. Uh, weird raw last night, right? Yeah. The, the 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 community tab poll uh gave 40% to uh somewhere in between. Somewhere in between, which is kind of, I mean, it's kind of, some people actually suggested we one of the the poll options uh here should be just weird, weird show. I think this that probably would have taken the cake. I think that would have run yeah, away with it. it was a it. weird show. It was a, it was a weird show. It was somewhere in between. So 12% said yay, 16% said yay, and then 39% <clears throat> said somewhere in between. Which seems about right. When you have the yays and nays about equal and then somewhere in between runs away with it, uh, it just, that makes sense. It
3: medi- I mean, it's pretty much a
2: mediocre show. Yeah.
3: And kind of weird. There were things that I liked like about it. Like the main event felt like it really should have kicked off the third hour rather than being the main event.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was there a proper main event there, though? No, that was it. No, no, I mean, really, in lieu of? I'm saying any of those matches, could they have been the main event? I mean, come event? On. Double J versus Elias. That's actually a good point. They're pushing Double J pretty hard. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Man, that guitar shot. Ouch. Yeah, it seemed not break. That was like a legit guitar or something cuz it didn't. You know what?
3: They could have did the, done the Sasha Bailey, Alicia Fox, Nikki Cross in the main event.
2: If it had a cooler uh finish, yes. Mm-hmm. Cuz the roll up finishes you really well, don't in the main it, event. It
3: would if it was a main event, that would have been something else, but yeah. Yeah, totally. Could have been something else. I agree. Cuz there's a lot writing on that match whereas the main event there really wasn't anything writing on it.
2: I think one of the main things is it really lacks when you know they could you know they could have done if they made it a bit more there was a bit more passion behind it behind like how it sort of finished um, and I say passion just in terms of like the heat behind it mm-hmm. um, if uh, uh, Stephanie and uh, uh, Becky Lynch if they had saved that for the main event segment yeah, yeah. oh
3: yeah obviously yeah, that yeah.
2: could have been a big deal too but they kicked the show off with that. Um, I'm trying to, I'm looking at other stuff here. Yeah, I didn't love anything, but I also didn't, like, dislike. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even necessarily bored by anything. No. Although I'm. But I'm, I wasn't, like, really into anything either. <laughs> it's literally. It's the most play it safe the, episode or It's the definition all there of somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really, Here's really the thing, is. Well, sometimes when they play it safe, it's just boring. I know. And I don't think it was, nothing was really boring. It just didn't really, like, get me. You yeah. Yeah. There's no Seth Rollins either. He's taken some... You had some info from yeah, PW saw, Insider?
3: No, it was on uh, Wrestling Inc. They oh, wrestling linked Inc. to a separate source, I believe. Let me pull it up real quick so we can source everything correctly like the uh, proper wrestling journalist we are. So,
2: Wrestling Inc. has something about Seth Rollins uh, and
3: AJ Styles. Yeah.
2: Ooh, AJ has a hernia. Ouch.
3: Yeah. So, AJ has a hernia and Seth, he has apparently uh, nursing a bad back. But, apparently, they don't consider it serious.
2: Well, that's enough good. Enough
3: for him to, like, you know, obviously have to... Have surgery or anything, so apparently rest will be enough to mend him. If AJ has a hernia, odds are at a certain point he's going to need surgery for that. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to try to see what if he can hold up till Mania or after the Rumble. Maybe have him depending on the nature of the hernia. If it's a yeah. sports hernia versus a uh, the the one where your your
2: your guts go into. Oh your, God, stop talking about it. Or you can have one up here. Uh, yeah, So uh, I remember there was um. Inguinal, I think that's the one with
3: in the in the where it affects the, the the front area.
2: Isn't there one form of hernia that's uh, spurred by uh, extreme alcoholism?
3: That might be the hiatal hernia. Hiatal, yeah, yeah. One of your abdominal wall, yeah. I
2: remember I was watching uh, some MTV show. This is like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, about uh, True Life. I maybe it's True Life. I'm an alcoholic or something like that. Yeah. And there was a frat guy who just would drink, 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 drink. And like, it was so bad that he had, he got a hiatal hernia from it. Yeah. And just the idea of it, just like, I was like, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds horrifying. Well,
3: it's a tear in your muscle wall. And then, like, I I would guess in this case, like your, your tummy, your stomach would start to.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about really quick. Let's talk about math. So a lot of people pointed out at the tail end of yesterday's show. Oh, we forgot how we did the rankings before the first time. And, we, yeah, we forgot to average the being good category. But in then our, we corrected. We corrected it for post-show, uh, post and we found the, the, most, the, the craziest thing. Most of the wrestlers that we, that we love fall into around a 7.5 to maybe borderline 8 yeah. uh, ranking using our superior math. Our, well, our, 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 our It's our the system. definitive algorithm. Yeah, it seems like it works pretty well. There is one wrestler, however. No, there's two. Two wrestlers exist above that. Well, two exist above it, but one is kind of far and away. Uh, the other one wasn't that far behind. It wasn't that far behind, but from an eight and a half to a nine, that's a pretty big leap. John Cena apparently is the best wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. He scored a nine using our math. Yeah. And uh, like Stone Cold, Rock, they all got like seven and a half. Seven and a half and seven, like 7.8. Macho Man is about an 8.8. Macho Man got an 8.8. It was, but you can't argue with math. Here's the thing about math, people: it's, it's a factual. universal language. It really is. We might have to do like an ad, like a, a standalone video just on that algorithm, the definitive algorithm. Yeah, I think so. The definitive wrestling algorithm. So, would we determine Hogan is like a seven? Yeah, it's about seven. Everybody's like a seven. I think Undertaker did pretty well.
3: Yeah, Undertaker did pretty well. Undertaker at like an eight, I think.
2: Where's Taker? This is like the scrawlings of a madman over here. It's just a bunch of numbers. Maybe I'll give this. Maybe I'll. Let people, this is on like a letter that I think, oh yeah, Eric and Justine Reed sent. With the Okada dollars. The Okada dollars, yeah. Anyways, let's hop right into the show.
3: Yeah. The show kicked off with Stephanie in the ring. She was about to introduce Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch uh, interrupted her own introduction. Yeah. Made her way down the ring. Um, uh, Becky got in her face, sorry, Stephanie got in her face about her knee injury. Mm Mm-hmm. Said, you got to get yourself checked out. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, we don't want we don't want you hurt going into the biggest match uh, of WrestleMania. Um, this hugely historically important match It's going to be incredible. The match that you, Becky will undoubtedly launch you to Superstar, but she didn't say that, but that was the implication. Um, and Becky's like, no. And Steph says, okay, well, uh, we're not going to let you compete unless you're cleared by WWE's doctors. And Becky says, oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah. I see what's going on here, kind of. Hearkening back to the Nia Jax incident mm-hmm. where she had her main event slot at uh, Survivor Series taken away from her because mm-hmm. she got punched in the face by Nia Jax and was concussed and had a broken nose. Yeah. Um, and she says, No, I'm not going to go to the doctor because I want to risk there something being seriously wrong and me losing out <coughs> of my WrestleMania spot. And Stephanie says, No, you have to go to the doctor, please.
2: I implore you. Um, and if you don't, I'm going to suspend you until you do. Yeah. And then Becky starts saying, you better not because I'm not going to. I am not. I won't be held responsible. I'm not going to be responsible for my actions if you suspend me. I'm not going to be held responsible for that. And Stephanie's like, Becky, go to the doctor. She says, Nope. And then she says, Fine. You're suspended. And then Becky Lynch clocks her. Puts her in disarmor, but her knee gives out.
3: Mm-hmm. And the, the officials
2: then, uh, come in.
3: But then she goes backwards towards Stephanie, who's in the corner at this point, starts trying to punch her, and Stephanie kicks yeah. her in the
2: knee. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I really like this. I really like this performance from uh, Becky Lynch. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, her uh, being sort of, yeah, okay, Steph, you're cool until you're not cool. Uh, bit she wasn't like just a- immediately anti-authoritarian or whatever. Uh, and then when Stephanie said, you know, I can't help but notice your knee brace, Becky Lynch just said, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. good. That just reminded me, actually. I had a dream last night. Oh, yeah? I had a prognostication of the uh, WrestleMania main event. Ronda Rousey. I literally dreamt this last night. I just remembered this. I dreamt the main event, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, except it was um, a, a baseball uh, match, a one-on-one baseball match.
3: Which... So you mean they're just, it's like batting practice, essentially? Like, uh,
2: Yeah. It was basically Becky Lynch... Like hit a home run, Ronda Rousey like ran back to get not a home run because it didn't go outside of the over the but, fence, yes. yeah. But Ronda Rousey she hit it pretty deep. Yeah, Ronda Rousey ran to get it and was very close to running back by the time Becky Lynch ran wow. bases. very impressive feat. But Becky Lynch won, so that's there you go. That's my prediction for there WrestleMania. You you can't Some deviate sort of from baseball match, yeah. Uh, but no, I thought this was a very effective uh, opener. It it did give me sort of shades of. Uh, Stone Cold-ish. Yeah, and I think
3: that was, was the, the goal of it, was mm-hmm. to, to get Becky involved in some sort of McMahon storyline Ste- to give her that rub. To get Stephanie
2: wants really badly to be Vince McMahon.
3: I know. <laughs> That's what she wants. I know. <clears throat> I know. Uh, after that, we had a shot of Becky being escorted by refs and Adam Pierce backstage. She runs into Ronda Rousey, and then Ronda Rousey lays into her for
2: being unprofessional. Boy, Rhonda is annoying. Like, her heel turn is just annoying office person. Pretty much. I'm professional. Why didn't you show up on time today? I saw you in the break room 15 minutes after your scheduled break. I know you're the one who was microwaving fish <laughs> at lunchtime, yeah. smelling up the whole office. wasn't yeah. just fish. It was fish and broccoli, too. You didn't bring anything to the potluck yet. I saw you eating mac and cheese. That's Sin- That's Cynthia's. You didn't even eat my my, my seven-layer dip. Was there something wrong with it?
3: <laughs> Dude, did it not geez. look good to
2: you? <laughs> Are you Potlucks, yay yeah or nay for you? We don't do them here because it's just you and me. Yeah. We make, make <laughs> <laughs> if it's a small gathering, I'm cool with did it. Did Machinima ever have potlucks no. while you were in the office Not there? when I was there. No. No.
3: <laughs> no. Not when I was there. I don't know if that happened at some other point after I moved back <laughs> we here. We got to
2: ask uh, Kale or one of those dudes yeah. if they ever did it after you left. Yeah. After you left. Um, um but like a large workplace thing, no. Too many opportunities for things to get sneezed in. I went into it because well, I, I I've I've been experienced. I've had you know I've worked in
3: uh, office jobs like real office office jobs, jobs corporate yeah. office jobs yeah, yeah, bank yeah.
2: office jobs, and uh, I I was I would always go into it very cautiously, mm-hmm. very cautiously. That's, that's a good attitude. To I'm, have. I've never been a big fan of eating anybody else's cooked food if I'm if the person is not properly vetted. Yeah, you know. Like, it's basically my mom and myself, and that's kind of it. Um, But, uh, you know, you'd go into it, and all this weird food, and then you'd see something that's like, oh, wow, look at that. That could be good. All right, it looks kind of like something my mom might have made.
3: See, for me, it's less about the quality of the food, because my my expectations for potluck food are pretty low. Sure, yeah, it should be. But it's more like, okay, everybody's got their – you know, get their <laughs> servings. So what are the chances they stuck their fingers yeah, in it? Yeah, did
2: John just come from the bathroom? Did or, he wash yeah, his exactly. Hands?
3: Breathe hard on it, sneeze on it, any of that stuff. Like, I just look at each of those those dishes of food and think, there is all sorts of life all over that that i don't want to ingest
2: <laughs> yeah no i'm with you on that one man i'm with you on that one I'll so be- like if it's
3: like if we have a gathering at our house and yeah. people bring stuff that's fine yeah yeah right you know but an office thing mm-mm. yeah
2: like we do breakfast like christmas break like my mother-in-law will bring yeah, yeah, she's yeah, a yeah, super totally. cook like totally. we do her for thanks we do her house for thanksgiving and oh my god she's fantastic but man, just a bunch of yokels, I don't know
3: uh, Hold on, Marcus Harrison here says I'm literally eating fish and broccoli at work now
2: <laughs> Man, yes. Not, o- not only are you that guy Who's putting that in the microwave You're also gonna, broccoli You're gonna be farting up your cubicle, Marcus Like, what are
3: you doing, Three, man? three weeks ago, my wife made some uh, broccoli and cauliflower soup Yeah And I brought it to work And I put in the microwave and start cooking And I was like, oh wow, this is not just broccoli This is broccoli and cauliflower there are some aspects because when we sorry when we cooked it the night before or when she did it didn't smell at all. Yeah, and I opened the jar and put in the microwave. I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, this is
2: gonna smell up the whole off. There are some aspects of you and I just being like, there's no third person here. Well, I mean, Hiltons comes sometimes, uh, but like it just reminds me of living with you back way back yeah. in college. You know, it's like oh, it's gross, but whatever. He's my roommate. <clears throat> Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey was next after Ronda Rousey. What did she say? She said aspirin and ice? B word. Oh to, she said I don't I, I couldn't really make it out, but I thought she said aspirin and ice. Yeah. Meaning that that'll that that'll help your knee. Yeah. And then she said, you know, bitch. Yeah, but there's actually like real structural damage to that
3: knee. Aspirin and ice ain't gonna do a whole heck of a lot. They're tough, man. Those no, are I those appreciate are tough, that. tough those are tough gals right there. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um Yeah, it was weird. And like Rhonda, she'll start out intense. And it's like she's being mean, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, it looks like she's on the verge of tears sometimes. I know, I know, yeah, it's like she just gets so revved up. That's her style that of, it's just completely yeah. you know, I don't know what it is. It's yeah. like she just gets so
2: angry I think I kind of liked I think I kind of like this next bit though. who's that? Uh, why don't you continue All right about
3: very this. well. uh next bit was Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Um, Pretty short match uh, because Liv Morgan tapped out to an arm bar pretty much right away. Try as she might to mount some offense.
2: Uh, Yeah, I actually like this bit with Ronda Rousey, like full on just, you know, kind of heal Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Oh, you're booing me. Who wants some? You oh, want some? Oh yeah, that
3: was weird. She was she's she's like, uh, yeah, everybody out here is booing me, and you're looking at me, Sarah Logan. Why
2: don't you get in the ring? Oh, I I like that. Oh, that was scary. <laughs> That's terrifying. If I'm sitting in front row at that point, I'm like I'm not giving her eye contact because she might call my flabby ass out. You know? Yeah. That's scary. I like that. She's like, you guys are booing me. Who looking? Who's looking at me? Who wants some? You I'll, I'll tap all, all you guys out. It's
3: like she's like Sarah like, Logan. Get in here. Paranoid now. You guys don't like me anymore. Who's staring at me? Who's looking at me? Who wants a fight?
2: No, I, you know, I, ca- yeah, I kind of like the idea that, you know, the crowd is firmly behind Becky, so they got to pivot Rhonda.
3: Oh, yeah, to a degree. And, and uh, uh, it, it kind of fits in the storyline of her wanting to go in there, wanting to gain everybody's respect, be liked. Yeah. Um, and then finding out that, uh, no, she's, she's swimming with sharks right now, and so she needs to learn how to be a shark herself. Yeah. No,
2: I like that. It's like, dude, you know what? I can beat anybody up. I'm tired of being nice. So I thought that was actually kind of effective. It was kind of scary.
3: Uh, Sarah Logan versus Ronda Rousey was next. Sarah Logan got in the ring, pretty much instantly taps to the arm bar. Mm-hmm. Uh Ruby Riot gets on the apron, acts like she might get in the ring, and then she thinks better of it. hmm Yeah. After that there was an interview with her backstage and she was asked why didn't she get in the ring? And she said, "Oh, I didn't not get in the ring. I'm just waiting until another time when I will beat her and be Raw Women's Champion." You know what I really
2: wish would have happened at this mm. point because this interview took place at Gorilla. Yeah, I really wish Ronda would have come through the curtains and went, ah! I know. <laughs> ran away. I know. said, like, get over here? She's like Freddy Krueger now, the women's division. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? You know. So
3: yeah. Uh, cool. didn't happen though. didn't happen no uh, next we have a fatal four-way tag team match to determine new number one contenders for raw tag team titles uh, heavy machinery versus lucha house party versus b team versus revival uh, is this is how
2: they're doing away with the brand split like all the call-ups now are going to be above brand I don't know I mean I know they keep on saying oh no they just haven't declared which brand they're going but yeah I know means creative has nothing for anybody except for possibly EC3 yeah
3: uh, so before the match, Heavy Machinery had a promo. Talking about stakes and weights. Yeah, man. Um, we had a commercial, we come back, and there's a backstage interview with Sasha and Bailey.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, Sasha about. was about to put Charlie Crusoe in that uh, bank statement. Man.
3: Charlie had a different uh, uh, edge to her last night. She was a bit pushy? Mm-hmm. A little bit. I could see that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah highlighting what things haven't gone right for talents rather than just asking
2: questions. Failure. About yeah. Kurt, aren't you going to answer my question? Change it. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a different tact.
3: Yeah. Um, anyway, the interview was interrupted by Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross. Um, Ooh,
2: nobody they wanted match. to play with Nikki, but Alicia Fox does. Yeah. Alicia Fox. Then the match happened, and it yeah. was all right. Uh, Revival yeah. won, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, that was cool. So wait, this is for a tag a tag title shot? Yeah. That's cool. They're going to get those titles. Um, Maybe. They should let they should let uh, Revival and Rude and Gable go 40 minutes on an episode of Raw. I agree. Oh, I agree totally. They should let them do that. Yeah, it should be on Raw, not on paper. They'll yeah. never let them do it on paper. No, paper. no, but on Raw they can get away with it. <clears throat> no, I agree. Did they say when that match was going to uh, happen? No, no, no. They said future. Okay. I think this is a good step. Look, this is a good step for uh for the tag division here. If they're looking, look, if we're on Revival Watch 2020, um, uh, you know, it's a good, solid Fatal Four-Way match. No wonkiness. Uh, it was actually a pretty solid match in terms of people tagging in, tagging mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it fast-paced. Pace up. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so that was good.
3: Revival goes over. Dash Wilder pins Bo Dallas after a shatter machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. And they're booking heavy machinery strong, so
2: they got hopes for them. People are popping for them. they pop when he does that worm thing yeah and uh, you know uh, that's good. That's yeah. good. I want, I just want to, I want them to land somewhere.
3: Yeah, no I mean it's, it's it's hard to get behind a team when you don't know, excuse me, you don't know where they're going to be full-time.
2: Yeah. Uh, I like this next bit a lot actually. Kurt Hawkins and Zach Ryder man, I don't know. Kurt Hawkins is really good. He's really good. I've been saying this forever. He's really good.
3: Zach Ryder misspelling the misspelling of his name was funny too. Yeah, did you see what they did? Z-A-C-K-H. C-K-H. I mean, I mean Z-A-C-H. I'm so upset about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it makes it worse when you improv. I know. Like, you know, pointing out the mistake that you just made. Yeah, I know. But I thought he was fine. I thought, dude, I think these guys are gonna be good. I really do. I think that that they probably have something maybe in mind for like this tag team to win in the the kickoff at mania Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. something like that maybe his first win will be for the tag titles i don't know it
3: seems to be the direction they're going
2: i think if they allow these guys to focus on just solid tag team wrestling i think that could be a lot of fun i love that zach Ryder brought up you know obviously their history he says when i got signed you got signed you know the major brothers the Edgeheads. yeah yeah um I, I really like this and Z- and and Kurt Hawkins he really he says dude you know you weren't out there I'm toxic you know and yeah, Zack yeah. Ryder said yeah. well I'm a loser too they spelled my name wrong well
3: then Zack said oh I think I'm gonna get down about one loss and Kurt Hawkins says one loss I've lost 250 matches in a row yeah yeah I thought
2: it was really good I really like Kurt Hawkins
3: oh he's great um, next we had a uh, Kurt Angle oh Kurt Angle was walking around backstage shaking some hands he was about to address. His future in
2: the WWE. Yeah. Like so no, that happened next. No way, Jose, shook his hand and then looked at him like he didn't know who he was. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be my conquer line, man. <laughs> I like to step on dogs, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably about that one. Yeah. because well, yeah, he went away. They Like, no way, no way, Jose went away for the longest time. Yeah, 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 And so my joke. Well, he went to main event. My, yeah, well, yeah the show Steve doesn't watch. And so my joke about him stepping on dogs, you know, went away too.
3: Yeah. Uh, so Kurt Angle comes to the ring, he drops a promo, he addresses WWE future, seems to indicate that uh, he's had some good times, he's beaten a lot of people, but the one opponent he can never beat is Father Time.
2: We should find that out on Steven Larson Book Raw. Oh, we should see if do Kurt Angle versus Father Time at Obviously, Mania yes.
3: A retirement match for Kurt Angle? <laughs> exactly. Um, so just as it seemed like he was about to uh, announce his retirement, he's interrupted by Baron Corbin
2: we called this (laughs) oh totally it was was the most transparent (laughs) obvious thing they were gonna do obvious as day the most obvious thing. hey you had a heck of a career but you're not me and you're not good because me
3: you lost general manager job and now you're gonna lose other job you came back to be gm at you won
2: wrestle too but you're not that thing and then kurt angle said get in here i'll break your ankle and uh and then uh drew mcintyre yeah ramp. I humiliated you, Kurt Angle. Kind of (laughs) did. It was all your idea backstage. Oh, no. (laughs) That was a shoot.
3: Yeah. So then uh, Drew and Baron make their way down the, the ring. Braun comes down, makes the save.
2: Braun was super face last night. Oh yeah. He was like he was he's already in the face big show territory, yeah, man. He is. He is. Come on, Kurt, let's go get these hands. Oh it's true. Who's his celebrity tag part- partner gonna be a mania? Oh Shaq Daddy. Oh that'd be great. Shaq Daddy. Braun, you're Shaqton. That'd be great. Come get these Shaqs. <laughs> Anyways, next was Sasha and Bailey versus Alicia Furks and Nikki Kurks. So,
3: Alicia and Nikki attacked uh, Bailey on the ramp and Sasha backstage. They broke out. Yeah, they broke out. They hit the X button on Mm -hmm. the ramp and uh, proceeded to destroy them on the ramp um, through uh, Bailey and the LED board. Go to commercial. We come back, and it's, it's, it's pretty much a handicap match. Yes, Bailey's handling the load for Team Sasha for for the Boss and Hug connection. We'll call them Team Bailey and Sasha, but they have a, a name. Um, while Sasha's trying to like get herself up on the apron in her team's corner, um, Bailey stays in it well enough. So that there's a spot on the outside where Sasha pulls Bailey away from the ring post that she's about to get clobbered against it. Back in the ring, Bailey rolls up Alicia Fox for the win. Yeah, they advance to elimination chamber. Yeah. Of course, so, we had heard that uh, Sasha herself was dealing with some injury of some sort. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just kind of rode her out of the match. so Heal she, up a little bit. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, that's good. So we've got how many? There's going to be what? Six teams in mm-hmm. the elimination term?
3: So we have all three from Raw declared and then the Iconics. Uh, and Absolution. They haven't declared it, have they? They did. They did. Okay, that's right. Uh, I'm so pretty it's five. sure it was on YouTube. All right. So that's five. So there's one more spot open. Hopefully, it's Kyrie,
2: Sane and Io Shirai. Oh, man. That's what it should be. Is there any other possibilities over there on SmackDown? I mean, they could put some team together on SmackDown, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Do any of them, would any
3: of them make sense? Like Asuka and Naomi would, but since they've teamed before, however, Asuka's right, the champ Asuka's over champion. There, so, so I'm that guessing that's not going to happen. Probably
2: doesn't make any sense.
1: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, You can do this when you Angie that.
2: I um, just want to make sure I wasn't imagining that absolution thing. Um, All right, check it. I'll, I'll uh, double check here.
3: Uh, next, we had an Apollo. Oh,
2: cool. Sony Deville's going to be on Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah, yeah. Nice.
3: Uh, Apollo Crews did an interview. He was interrupted by Drake Maverick and Razar. Oh, my God. Look at that, Sony Deville action figure. Oh wow, that is so good. That's
2: like at the oh my god, that's that is like, incredible. It's like it's like some black mirror shit. It looks like lifelike.
3: Um, there was some trash talk. Yes, Ra- right there. All right, Rezar was about to step up to Apollo Cruz. Drake Maverick said, "Whoa, not now." And Apollo Cruz says,
2: uh, "Do you let your puppet tuck? How does that work?" Or do you have your hand up his? He was going to say asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and then Rezar took offense. Yeah, well, pfft. yeah, man. But play is not for everybody, man.
3: Well, oh, some people here in chat are saying Naomi and Carmella are going to be the
2: sixth team. That's, okay, that's cool. That works. I'd rather have Io Shirai and Same Kyrie Same. Same, but you know, I'd rather be honest. With you, I'd rather have Io Shirai in a singles program with uh, Sheena Baszler, yeah, and then win the title, mm-hmm. and then have, be in a program with Champa, win that title, yes, and then she gets into a program with the North American title holder, and wins that title. Johnny Gargano. It's Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Moving on, Road Dogg, <makes noise> oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. <makes noise> D-Generation X presents me. That's what he said. One half of the tag
3: team, he's not tag team champions, uh, of the world. He's a five-time tag team champion of the world. Something like that. I think this was. He goes, the Road Dog Jesse James.
2: <laughs> There's
3: more to that.
2: <laughs> he was pretty definitive when he said it.
3: Though. No, I know. But the kind of, dog, Jesse James. He did kind of trail off there. He had to <laughs> elongate well, the last syllable to oh, fill in some of the yeah. dead air because he's not saying... The badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws. But there's more to it. I know, I know, I know. And then he introduces Double J, Jeff Jarrett, A-He-Great.
2: And I called it! He was wearing his WCW gear. Basically, more or less, yeah. It, the, 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 the trunks didn't have the arrows. But then arrows. he had a generic WWE shirt. Did they veto yeah, a Slap so Nuts shirt? He, they vetoed Slap Nuts. That's a bummer. That's it's, a such a, it's such an innocent phrase. They'll let him days. say it, but... Hey, Slap Nuts. I am a huge mark for Double J these days. Yeah, I can tell. How did that turn around? I oh, boy. Know. I have to recant. Have Nostalgia to is a hell of a drug. No, you know what it is. It's a redemption story. I'm so happy for the guy. You know, you fall into a pit like the the pit he fell into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you come out of it, the other side, healthy and better. Yeah. Then
3: absolutely, man. No, I, I, I'm, I hear you there. <clears throat> so uh, they talk a bit. They start singing their song. They sing what, well, last week, two weeks ago, Elias Interrupts. Mm-hmm um starts he talks trash about portland yeah talks trash about them
2: he says road dog why are you out here shouldn't you be out there
3: tanking smackdown's ratings too (laughs) why do you gotta do that to raw ouch that was pretty good yeah um so we have a match double j jeff jarrett Amy great versus elias
2: so would you have rather seen this match here on raw or as you speculated prior at mania it still could happen at mania i don't that's I don't I think this feud is basically gonna wrap up in the next couple weeks. I don't know, man.
3: I don't know because Elias won with the drift away and then Road Dog gets in, in there and starts beating up on Elias. Uh at first it looks like he's gonna continue his beat down as Elias gets up. Instead he's like, Hold on, hold on. Crotch chop, suck it. Yeah. Jarrett comes from behind, hits Elias with the guitar. Guitar didn't break
2: though. It did not it barely budged. Yeah. And but he's blasting him with it. Um, I do I did appreciate during the match as uh, Elias had the upper hand, he uh he did the crotch shop to the road dog and he did the what did he do the the Fargo strut? Yeah he did yeah, okay, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was all good stuff. Who'd have thought it'd be vastly entertained by a Jeff Jarrett Feud yeah, I know. in twenty nineteen. I don't know, man.
3: It's pretty surprising. Next we had a uh, Natalia backstage in walks Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke at first is uh apologetic about what happened during their tag match a week or two ago. And then she starts getting mad because Natalia is not paying attention to her. In the end, she challenges her to match. Dan Brooke leaves, and Natalia pulls out her little earbuds. she just listen to music or a podcast really loud. What
2: podcast was she listening to? 538 Politics. This is the thing that bums me out. I can't stand, and WWE does this on a regular basis. They take a comedy of error trope that flew in the 50s. Yeah. And really never worked after that. No. And they use it in current day. Well, here's the this, thing. It, this is, I no, can stand this This, this is fresh, Steve,
3: because they didn't have wireless earbud technology in the 1950s. Dude, Natalia must be making a
2: ton of money to afford those. Don't they come with the, with, with. No, they don't no, come with anything. New, no. They don't come with new iPhones? I think it's like a, because <laughs> Corey Gray has mentioned it too. I've heard this reference two times. Uh, the idea that if you have uh, earbuds or AirPods, uh, that you're hugely rich. The first time is when I was I was driving uh, my derper teenage stepkids and their friend, Sydney, to cheer practice. And we're driving by, and there's this lady who looked as pedestrian as possible walking on the street, but she had AirPods. And Sydney says, whoa, big balla. She wow. can afford those AirPods. And everybody started laughing. I was like, I don't know. I don't get the joke because apparently they're expensive. Uh, and then... Uh, Corey Graves last night said the same thing about Natalia. And they're 160 bucks, Right. Which, which is, is expensive for earbuds. Ridiculous for earbuds. They're cheaper than Beats. Because you're
3: going to lose those things. They're cheaper than Beats headphones.
2: Oh, it's a reference to a recent meme. Okay. All right. According to Adam Darwin there. Okay. So I'm sort of in and out of meme culture here, man. I hear stuff from my kids. Then I try to be cool and emulate it. Whoops. And
3: See? Noise. Memes. Yeah. Um, after that, we had a Finn Balor interview. Um, Charlie asked him if he was pretty much in good enough shape to take on Bob Lashley.
2: He's like, man, why didn't I get the night off? Everybody else, uh, Sasha got to take the the match off. Well, Seth, what sadly isn't even here. Finn's got kayfabe injuries, man. He says
3: his elbow hurts from the Kimura, but that's kayfabe. His ribs hurt from Bobby Lashley's attack last week.
2: Kayfabe. Boy, he sold it so well, though. Yeah, man, he's a pro because when great. he was when he was hurting, Steve was hurting. Yeah. Uh, so we had Finn versus Bobby Lashley, and oh my God, talk about big money balla! Leo Rush's tights. Oh, those are spectacular. Were amazing. Yeah, man. Those look like a million dollars. Yeah, they did. Holy moly, he's got that Monopoly money. Wow. Anyways. Um, but it wasn't
3: Finn versus Bobby Lashley, because no. Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley come out for a promo, and they say, "Uh,
2: not Finn, you're going to take on Leo Rush instead. Yeah. Boy, there's a dream match waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, but of the course, bell, yeah. there was more of a story to this match because it was mainly it wasn't like Leo doing his crazy, crazy high flying stuff and no. Finn being able to match it. It was Leo taking advantage of Finn Balor's uh, rib tape
3: and also Bob Lashley's interference.
2: Boy, that really was kind of a, they didn't give Finn Balor DDP rib tape. No, he had like the rock tape on he one side. Yeah, the rock tape ribs, on yeah. one side. Yeah, that was a bummer. But it was it was a really good it was a, it was a really fun match or not a fun match. It was just hard to watch matches because Finn was selling those ribs so well. You know, every time Leo would breathe on him, he'd go, ooh, yeah. my ribs. Yeah. Did you mention that
3: Lashley attacked Finn before the even ring?
2: No, but that's good he to did.
3: note. Um, towards the end, Lashley pulls – actually, nine towards the end, about halfway through. Lashley pulls Finn out of the ring. Referee Jack Daddy. Jack Daddy. sees it. He could have easily disqualified Leo Rush, gave the victory to Finn Balor, but instead he tossed Bob Lashley from the ringside area and yep. said, get out of here.
2: Get out of here with that, Bob. The finish saw
3: uh, Finn evade a final hour, hits his drop kick, coup de gras for the win.
2: He's got to be careful with that coup de gras on little Leo Rush. He sort of hit it more on towards his arm, more or less slid off. off Yeah, because Leo's small. Uh, After that, we had uh, Paige. Paige returned. Yeah, but as we predicted, it was just to introduce her, promote her her movie trailer. Yeah, you gonna go watch that movie? Uh, maybe eventually. It's probably going to be pretty silly. We should watch it and do a review on it. To be honest, Yeah. Okay. it seems really silly. When's it come out? Twenty second. A couple weeks. That's what Paige said. <laughs> I don't know much yeah, more. Yeah, twenty past seconds, that. about a couple weeks. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Did anybody w- when when they did the, the the free screening there wouldn't have been no? That's not like a press thing. That was a fan thing. Yeah, maybe there might have been. Uh, yeah, so the, you wouldn't have to I do not embargo. Been in embargo? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they had people sign NDAs. How are they going to? Enforce
3: that, Enforce I know. that,
2: though.
3: Uh, next, we had a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss. Her guest was EC3. Why don't they let this guy talk? So that's the gimmick, obviously. Yeah, I know, but he's such a good talker. But it's really annoying gimmick. It really is, because he's a good talker.
2: Yeah. He's going to get over with his talking. It's not going to be his in-ring work. It's going to be his talking. I know. So let him talk. It was. I thought for sure that you know when you know they set up Naya. So Naya comes out. She interrupts uh, EC3's first words. And, uh, and then Dean comes out, and he tells Nia Jax, you know, I know you got the hots for me, but lay off. Leave me mm-hmm. alone, please.
3: And then he turns his attention to EC3 and says, who's this?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. It's like that scene from Boogie Nights where Dirk comes in when uh, Johnny Wad's sitting there. <laughs> who's who's this? this Who's this with you? No, but he doesn't look at him, I think. Who's this? <laughs>
1: who's this? Mm.
3: And then uh, uh, he says, "Oh, you're EC- Dirk Diggler." He says, "EC3 is a Creed fan. He looks like a Creed fan. That's rude. It is rude." Um, he asks where East East East, East three E C one and two are. Yeah. And every time uh, EC3 is about to respond, Dean will pull the mic away from him. So irritating. And then he says, "Well, you know, get down the ring. You're new here. All I see you doing backstage is preening in front of a mirror, like a mute." Let's go and fight. Yeah. And so EC3 just gets up and walks the ring. They have match.
2: Well, he didn't. He he caught Dean first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It kind of, it's kind of annoying. Are they going to do this again at Mania? Is this going to be the Mania match? Maybe. Are you surprised that Dean Ambrose came out in the first place? I kind of was. I thought he was done.
3: I wasn't sure because April is is still two months away. Mm-hmm. You I know. did appreciate, though. I do like that apparently they're just
2: going to use him to put EC3 over. Yeah, well, that's me good. too. I think that's good. That's um, cool. I'm cool with that. Jonathan Good is a professional. Totally. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll actually. You know what's going you know to be funny? Now that he's a lame duck, he's probably going to be all sorts of interesting. He's going to be, okay, well, you're gone, but you were good for the two months that you were leaving. I know. That's, that's going to be the bummer. Um, <clears throat> I did appreciate when he told Nia Jax that uh, she has a crush on him. Renee Young just says, oh. <laughs> that was the only thing she said during That's that segment. That's pretty funny, I know. That was pretty funny. Um, so the match
3: happened. Uh, it was pretty quick. EC 3-1 with the jackknife cover. Um, definitely enough to keep this feud going.
2: Yeah, he stole the win. And yeah, like you said. But is like a couple months away.
3: Yeah, I know. So I don't know. Uh, next, we had another Kurt Angle interview. Um, I don't remember what he said at all in this one.
2: Like, the thing that's annoying about EC3 is I can just see in the writer's room, hey, okay, what's, what's EC3 strength? He, he talks really good. Okay. What's how about happened? we do what he does best? Yeah.
3: As it, it because they think it's funny. Probably.
2: Probably. It's so annoying. Uh, yeah, Kurt Angle interviewed. Charlie was interviewing him, said, uh, you failed a lot. Uh, what's your deal with that? And Kurt Angle just didn't say anything.
3: Oh, yeah, he walked off. And
2: she said, aren't you going to... No, he talked. He said, because this is the Braun bit, wasn't it?
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry.
2: She uh, she said, "Guy, I thought he was going to walk off too, but she said, so what, aren't you going to answer your failure? And uh, he's like, look, I brought my ring gear tonight because I had a suspicion that even though I didn't plan on using it, I, I might have to. And sure enough, and then Braun Strowman steps up, and he's like, I got myself a partner. And then he's like... We're going to shut them up and sh- show my hands to them. And that's true. And hands they'll get. Kurt Angle says, damn true. And then Braun goes, ha! And then they walk off together. Yeah. And yeah. it was actually fairly charming. I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I'm, I'm sort of talking crap right now, but I thought it was great. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad at all. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, after that, we had another one of these Mojo Raleigh uh, Mirror promos. Mirror promos. He's gone batshit crazy yeah, man little, he is he's going he's, woo he's kind of losing his mind crazy loco mojo uh, he was saying in football in WWE in college you're all about being part of the team but what's that got you as an individual
3: <laughs> he started laughing a lot. yeah now he's going to focus on number one yeah that being mojo yeah I don't know
2: <laughs> i don't know either he's know. gonna be in the andre the giant battle royal that's what i know maybe he'll be
3: uh, gronk's first feud should he sign with WWE? there you go uh then finally our main event drew and baron taking on braun and kurt um this is a weird finish because uh <clears throat> kurt and drew i believe are the legal men uh, uh, Braun gets in the ring. It's because, not like it should have been
2: the dark match,
3: yeah. No, <laughs> go ahead because Kurt's like imperiled, and and then Drew's like, No, don't come in here, Baron, whoever was, don't come in here. Oh, it's Baron. Sorry, you're, you're not legal. If you hit me, you're gonna be DQ'd. And the ref is like, Yeah, I'll DQ you if you hit Baron. And Braun just shrugs, hits him, and the ref DQs him. Yeah, how many times in tag matches have we seen people
2: from it's literally a convention of, of yeah. tag matches like yeah. that's what happens yeah <clears throat> yeah that was very silly was they really weird. need to consult their rule book on a more often well
3: case. you've seen the rule book as a sketch pad <laughs> someone to sketch in a new rule in there and then that's it's canon and then boom so then they all everybody's fighting drew hits Braun with the claymore after Braun was laying people out with uh, uh, shoulder tackles uh baron and drew throw kurt into the ring steps they put the ring steps in the ring like they're gonna do something curtain there Double chokeslam. Instead, Braun comes in, chokeslams Drew, and then chokeslams Baron onto the ring steps. He and Kurt finish the show posing in the middle of the ring.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, kinda of felt like a like a dark match. Also I said it felt like I should have kicked off the third hour. Mm
3: hmm. Yeah. And thus Concluded Raw. Let's do a SmackDown preview, All Steve. Right, I don't have the notes here, but I have it up on it. my thing. This is gonna, straight from WWE.com, of course. I'm going I'm to click on preview First myself. entry, Mustafa Ali and Randall Orton collide with Elimination Chamber match in sight. That should be a good match. Mustafa Ali has quickly become SmackDown Live's newest sensation, but will face perhaps his toughest challenge yet when he squares off against Randall Orton tonight on SmackDown Live. Odd uh, Joe gets involved in this match. 100%, right? Yeah, like 300%. With Ali and Orton slotted for the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match on February 17th, each superstar will look to take the other down a peg in hopes of putting themselves in prime position to leave with the WWE title <clears throat> in roughly two weeks' time. Can Ali pick up another major victory, or will the Viper strike him down prior to the monumental championship showdown?
2: Uh, next, uh, can Nakamura and Rusev coexist against the Good Brothers? <clears throat> After weeks of intense rivalry... Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev found themselves on the same page last week after both fell short in United States championship matches against our truth and the Good Brothers weren't good with it. Hold on a second. What? They reference Gallows and Anderson twice as the Good Brothers. Yeah. And not at all as the club. Did they stop doing the club a long time ago? Oh, yeah. They stopped referring to them as
3: club. That's just me referring to them as club. They stopped referring to them as club a long time ago. Is this been Gallows and Anderson.
2: Okay. Is their new official moniker, the Good Brothers? Maybe. Interesting. Uh, Nakamura and Rusev laid out our truth with a brutal assault after being incredibly frustrated. They both suffered roll-up losses to truth with the United States title on the line. After the fact, both the King of Strong Style and the Bulgarian Brute were confronted by Carl Anderson, Machine Gun, and Luke Gallows, who were not happy with... Doc Gallows. ...and Doc Gallows, who were not happy with their treatment of truth. Bullet Club! Carl Anderson, and challenged them to a match. Both Nakamura and Rusev agreed, but then the super-athlete told Nakamura, in no uncertain terms, that he shouldn't think about betraying him. Can Nakamura and Rusev coexist long enough to overcome one of the most experienced teams on all of SmackDown Live? Find out tonight. Yeah, Nakamura and Rusev are totally going to win. What a jip yes. that is. That's crap. Yeah, it is crap. Jeff Hardy looks to
3: gain pivotal Elimination Chamber momentum against the new Daniel Bryan. New, 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 new Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. The new Daniel Bryan will defend his WWE Championship inside the Elimination Chamber against five of SmackDown Live's top superstars at the titular event on February 17th. That's, word, that's the word you don't see enough. Titular. Titular. Yeah. But one of those opponents, Jeff Hardy, will look to get a jump on building some momentum when he faces off with Brian tonight on SmackDown Live. Vive. After the, the chaotic scene last week on SmackDown Live that saw Brian debut a new eco-friendly WWE Championship and WCOO Triple H announced the Elimination Chamber match, but not before Brian disrespected all of his now opponents in the bout, Hardy will surely be aiming to silence Brian in this non-title singles match on the blue brand. This whole last paragraph seems superfluous. Can the charismatic enigma... Well, sep-
2: what you just read was one entire sentence. That yeah. was the most run-on sentence ever.
3: Uh, separate from the pack as the major title match inside the dreaded structure approaches. Find out on SmackDown Live
0: tonight. 8, 7 Central. Ocho, yeah. 7 Central. Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G I. Or download the app today. You ready?
2: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
0: We'll do it later. Let's
2: drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Let's read some questions. Yes, I'm sure we have a bunch of super chats there. We do have some. I yes. I will get on the Patreon. Sounds good. And see what people say there. Here we go. Here go ahead. I got I got to get get in here real you quick. Get it, get it. Uh <clears throat> Alex Foster. What wrestler in character would be great to have as Siri? So instead of Siri, you can use any voice on the roster who would you want? Road dog. Huh, that's actually a good one. Hey Siri, tell me uh, who uh, won the Spanish American War. Oh, you didn't
3: know? Nah, 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 nah. You give them the answer. <laughs> Tim Sproulak, <Spoolock. laughs> my older brother Richard's first live stream. Welcome, Richard. Oh, Richard. Uh, (laughs) Oh, here.
2: No, don't do it.
3: No, you don't want the the, the horn, the party horn. Uh, Don't talk, just listen. Never has been sold on EC3 since the beginning of his TNA run, and last night did not help. He's Mm. subpar in the ring, and his character is very 90s, early 2000s. He's a good talker, though.
2: No, he's a great talker. I think he's fantastic. Uh, Dunce Cat. Who? (laughs) Dunce Cat. That's funny. Who out of all the competitors in the halftime heat match will be the most successful on the main roster. There is no guarantee those guys are ever going to main roster. Yeah, they know. seem firmly entrenched in NXT for life.
3: Uh, DG DG
2: photo video. Oh, but I'll say... Aleister
3: Black. Yeah. Can I get a happy birthday from Bray Wyatt?
2: Hey, man. DG photo video, man. Happy birthday. We're here with the cake.
3: Jack Daddy Ref Rich Hardesty, Elias guitar shot equaled a potato. Oh, that was a super that thing potato! Did not break.
2: That was a jack potato right there, man. What's your favorite form of potato? Mine. That, yeah, that isn't like a fried. Like, how do you like your potato? Are you a fan of the loaded on the jacket potato?
3: Uh, I don't think I've ever had one with ham in it. I've had a baked potato with butter and bacon and stuff, but I don't like sour cream or cheese or I any mean, of that kind of stuff. Yeah, Obviously, I'm not a dairy person. Man, oh man, the best! Give me have... some oven roasted potatoes with some onions in there. Yeah, you know, because you got to cook them for like an hour, and the hour, uh, onions start to caramelize a bit, and that's good.
2: The uh, you're a big fan of caramelized onions.
3: They're good. They're delicious.
2: Um, man, when I lived in England, there is this pub kind of nearby. You mentioned this a lot. Called the. Hair in the Hound or the Fox in the Hound? Hair in the Hound. Jacket potatoes, right. They, I, I don't know that they had like freaking, these things were huge. Yeah, I don't know if they steroided them out back in the 80s mm-hmm. or not. I don't know if that works that way. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. These were monster potatoes and they would just Was load them jacket
3: up. jacket or jacked
2: potatoes. Oh, they were jacked. These were jack daddy potatoes. Jack daddy potatoes. Monterey, jack, uh, ham, so the ham's and cool. corn. Yeah, I can do the corn. Holy and moly. And some butter.
3: No cheese for me, though. Uh, Josh Little what was up with the sexual tension between EC3 and Alexa Bliss.
2: I think she was just reeling him in then to clown him or something. Yeah, maybe. That's what it felt like. Uh, Jurgen Johnson & Johnson's, With Seth on track to be the guy this year, do you see Drew falling victim to unfortunate timing and bad booking like Braun did and never get the title like we expected?
3: Um, well, now that Dean's leaving, I would have suspected Dean would have been one of Seth's first feuds, but it could just easily be Drew now.
2: I, I suspect that Drew McIntyre will always succeed based on the fact that that dude works so hard, yeah, and he's so good in the ring, he's and I so really jacked. think that Vince is high on him. Jack, so it wouldn't surprise me. He'll 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 be yeah he'll be like one of Seth's top few. Yeah,
3: don't talk, just listen. Drake Maverick is the most unconvincing little guy with attitude, but Leah was a, a how many percent is this a hundred thousand percent believable?
2: Who's I what now? Sorry.
3: Leo is a 100,000% believable
2: little guy with attitude, whereas Drake is not. Oh, yeah. I think that's really Leo Rush. <laughs> I think that's – Oh, yeah. I think that's just an ex- – I think Drake Maverick, I don't know what he's really like. He, Drake Maverick seems like the kind of dude who's probably more the 205 Live General Manager yeah. than, like, you know, the Authors of Pain guy.
3: Yeah. Uh, Dragon Reborn, so Becky is an infield home run. I think talking about your dream. In uh, in the inside the park home run. That's
2: I know she. I know she killed that ball. I don't
3: think. Yeah. So me ask you this. It was it was it was pitcher was the lone defensive player out there, right?
2: Yeah, kind of. I don't know if I don't know if Ronda was doing the one pitching though. Okay.
3: Nonetheless, Miranda was the only one capable or on the field yeah. to play defense. All right. Yeah. So even if she didn't jack it, just hit the right spot, she could still get inside the park home run
2: just because there's only one person that has to run like all the way across the outfield. The, the 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 probability of getting an inside the field home run is actually really good. Yeah, really high. Yeah.
3: Joe Juarez Miranda's exit from MMA was certainly professional.
2: Yeah. KJ, there's some pedestrian-looking wrestlers such as Sami Zayn and Adam Cole. While also the freakish looking athletes such as Drew McIntyre. Fast forward ten years from now, will we see more dad bods on the main roster or jacked studs? I think we're just gonna get a, a wide variety. And I think that's great. I think I, I think we are gonna get a wide variety, but I think I do think that the super athletic looking guy well, no, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not going to
3: say Because well, as long as Vince is in charge, especially the main roster, he has always put a premium on huge jacked guys. I was listening to something to wrestle with at the gym yesterday. They a whole episode on Sid.
2: Mm. Oh yeah
3: And it seemed like Every time Sid was in the company He'd do something To to to, to screw
2: up that's Or just leave on bad terms <laughs> And Vince would always Want him back
3: Yeah Because he's huge you look, And jacked.
2: You look at that guy And you just I could see why Vince Would just see money All over him Yeah But then he gets in the ring And it's like uh, it's, just, it's just not there No he wasn't like, Not a good wrestler He was a decent promo And that was about it Yeah but even that's not I'm not sure where the math Would fall on Sid man Because what's even His legacy Not great No No I mean his legacy Is all the screw ups
3: Stabbing I mean, Arn, <laughs> quitting right. in the middle of a contract, go play softball. Yeah. And I've yet to hear a really definitive story about the softball stuff. Even on the Pritchard show, it's like two and a half hours long on Sid. And they kind of talk around it. Like they just don't know the details. <laughs> but then there's, there, there's a quote from the newsletter where Meltzer's talking about him wanting to play softball. So it's a thing. It's definitely a it's thing. It's really a thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for life with reports. Saying that the Hall of Fame is a low priority this year. Do you think we won't get any huge names inducted this year? And if not, who's the biggest name that could go in?
3: Well, the first rumored name was Heart Foundation. That just
2: came up yesterday. I would think the headliner would have to be Batista this year. Mm-hmm. I would think.
3: But maybe they're just they're not emphasizing it since it's going up against the uh, the G1 Supercard show.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm thinking, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oscar Strange Rodriguez. WB should be worried Becky is the most overstar. Like they should be worried that Becky's the most overstarred. Like that's a reason for concern?
2: I don't get should be worried is the most overstar. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's that's not I a reason to worry. I don't think they should be worried about that. No. I think actually I actually celebrate that Heck you're in a a, a a a demographic that typically isn't into your product.
3: Exactly. Um Jeffrey Nguyen, I can relate to <laughs> Becky <laughs> Screw Doctors. Is that Road Warrior animal right there. <laughs> Jeffrey says I can
2: relate to Becky screw doctors. Whoa, anti doctors, huh? Uh, else night, over there? The nightcrawler. Have you guys ever watched something about wrestling that completely changed your perception on something? For example, I watched one of What Culture's list recently, which was who was the hardest to work with, and they put Michaels at number one over Hulk Hogan. And after research, they were definitely right, and it really soured my overall opinion on Shawn Michaels. Hmm. Wow. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I hope we're we'll sit on that list. <laughs> Apparently, he was not easy to work with. <laughs> Apparently, the Pritchard podcast has changed your perception on Sid. No, they haven't it changed just, it. just validated. They it.
3: reinforced my perception <laughs> of Sid,
2: yes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, most of the stuff I've, you know, because you hear things and then you just, you hear little things throughout the years. And then all these great podcasts that are out these days just sort of reinforce, validate, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those things that you've heard. Yeah. So, uh, you
3: learn as, as Conrad says that the rumors and innuendo that we've been hearing through the years have
0: some,
2: you know, a lot of times have some validity. I mean, some of the things like, okay, so when you watch, for example, this is dark, the mass transit incident video, it's sort of like, it's like, dude, was ECW just the land of scumbags, (laughs) you know, yeah. to let that happen. Yeah. That's just, that's just messed up. It is messed up. Some stuff kind of changes your, you know. Yeah.
3: Uh, Rich Harsey, that was Tucky's main roster hometown debut, too.
2: Oh, that's cool.
3: BreakingControllers.com, Otis losing his last name, even though his nickname is Dozer because heavy machinery. Also still hoping we see a three-many shirt this year. They, did, they said Otis Dozovic
2: last night. Oh, did, I did not notice. Yeah. I did not notice Otis. I didn't notice uh, them dropping his last name. Uh, Nemo, what are Leo Rush's chances on main if 205 Live were no more? I'd say they'd be pretty good.
3: He's really good in the ring. He's good on the mic. He'd be fine.
2: I think he'd be good, man.
3: I think he'd be fine. Nate Williams for WrestleMania. I love Becky to say on Go Home episode, they call you the baddest bitch on the planet. Well, I'm going to make you my bitch, I guess. Come Sunday, crowd would go off. Kind of feel like they've already kind of done that. Didn't they do that before, before Survivor Series? I feel like they kind of did that already. Uh, don't talk, just listen. Putting EC3 on Raw would be a blessing in disguise for all the big hitters in NXT.
2: Oh, meaning, I guess meaning that him going there... Would preclude others from NXT going there? Uh, Cooper Sick. What are the chances that EC3 not talking or or getting a word in is actually his idea? After listening to his real life personality on Edge and Christian's podcast, he does seem like the type who would enjoy that kind of shtick.
3: Oh, maybe like the Jericho thing.
2: It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it wouldn't you know wouldn't surprise me if he had some input there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of what he's doing, of, of what they have for him, he seems to run with it. Yes, you know. Alto,
3: describe Undertaker and Michelle's wedding.
2: Be a bunch of like old wrestlers there. Uh, like a gothic church. No, well, okay. Bunch of candles. Is this kayfabe? Yeah, yeah, obviously. This is kayfabe. Then yeah. yeah, it's like they step. No, you know what they do? The they line go, of druids down the aisle. They go to that stairway to hell. Yeah, they they proceed down that. Yeah. They arrive in hell. Yeah, and then you see a bunch betrothed of by the hand uh, by the hand of the devil himself. Yeah. And then flowing behind the devil is, of course, the river Stygian. <laughs> Imbued with the powers of darkness. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, man. <laughs> a guy in a bear suit says, I had to brave a wild snowstorm to get to Raw last night. And all I could think about was how hard people would be laughing at my funeral if I had died on my way to see a Jeff Jarrett match. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
3: Uh, Sammy Garcia, should WWE give Becky the stunner finisher in order to go all in with Becky being modern-day Stone Cold? No.
2: Nah, I think she's just, she's just she needs to be her own person. Yep, Lego. There, there is, I see more shades of, like, CM Punk, mm-hmm. honestly, than, than mm-hmm. Stone Cold.
3: Sammy, Gar- or sorry, uh, Lego. Jeff Jarrett with Road Dogg vs. Elias Part 2 was the most forced and unnecessary sequel since Highlander 2. I don't know, Steve popped
2: for it. Yeah, I popped for it. I, I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. But I might have popped for Highlander too. too also,
3: Donovan Dean, Dwayne Johnson for president, twenty twenty, yay or nay? Uh, probably not. He seems like a busy guy.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I, just, I want somebody who knows what they're doing. Dude. Exactly. I it's want someone with like, actual experience. I want some people with legislative experience. Yes. Um, or some sort of
3: executive experience, not executive of a business, mind you, like a governmental executive. Are we gonna take like some, a governor?
2: How much executive time are we gonna take today? Yeah, what did I see that today? What, executive time? Yeah. Yeah, it's been all over the news. What is that? Because somebody leaked the White House schedule. And oh. It's 60% executive oh time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cody Miles. Uh, how come the two most boring people on Raw, Dean and Naya, have the best segment of the show when paired together? Are we really getting a mania match between them?
3: I'd be surprised between them. Knucklehead 2014 EC3's facial reaction when Naya coughed was great. I didn't notice
2: it. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't notice it.
3: Uh, Lego, favorite move name. His is Jackknife Powerbomb. That's a good one. That's hard. To that's one those. of my favorite names. Jackknife Powerbomb.
2: But Spanish Fly is good also. Yeah, that's good. Starship Pain. Starship Pain is one of the best. Names. That's why we like those moves so much because mm-hmm. the names are so great. The
3: names are great. Uh, Luis Navoa, Dean's delivery on the EC1, EC2 line reminded me of Mitch Hedberg. From the current batch of wrestlers, which uh, which would you like to see a stand-up set
2: from? <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> well, you can. I know. I'm I pretty haven't. sure you can get on YouTube. Um, Biggie. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I'd like to see the entire New Day as a yeah. comedy. I'd like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a stand-up Like act. a comedy troupe. I think like a, Doing skits and stuff. Their uh, their dinner for three was really good. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Alex C., if Becky and Ronda end up having a hardcore match at Mania... And Becky uses a, a baseball bat Is Steve confirmed precog. Heck yeah, man. Maybe. Call maybe. me the new Nostradamus.
3: Bieber swag 420. Who in WB takes the most executive time? It's got to be Brock.
2: It's Brock. <laughs> who takes the most executive time? It's totally Brock. It's Brock. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally Brock. Interestingly enough, you know who's probably got the least executive time? John Cena. No, Vince. Vince, oh yeah. Oh, it's Vince. He didn't even like to sleep. He doesn't even like to sleep, man. When I'm supposed to close my eyes and have executive time, I don't think so. Not happening. Uh, Who is this? I'm in the Discord right now. The artist, I can't see the name. Oh, Hafty. Uh, Who should be the cover superstar for uh, 2K20? Becky Lynch. And what new features would you like to see? Uh, Inferno
3: matches and then uh, the cutscenes that you see in the older games.
2: Yeah, I want more cutscene. We just want stuff to make fun. WCW and We book Raw. Fun wrestling. More better. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we want to make our shows more cinematic. We in, need tools in there to do that. I know, exactly. I want, like, depth of field. Yeah, yeah, yeah depth of field, some doff. Yeah, I want some DOF in the camera features. I want to be able to, like, control where I put my Kino flows. Yeah. Oh, um, and, like,
3: keyframes and do camera moves.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. I want, like, whip, pan, uh, whip pans. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Inspector butts. Oh, I want a Snorri cam. All right. Yeah, that would be good. If Rhonda is the annoying office snitch... What other office stereotype is the rest of the roster?
3: Who's the passive aggressive yet overbearing
2: boss? Um, didn't we have a GM like that recently? Baron. Yeah, I guess so. Baron is kind of that already. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other, I think Finn and Becky are the two people who are just cashing their check Trying to do something better outside their life, like f- Finn's in a band, Becky's mm-hmm. like going to school, mm-hmm. so it's just a job for them. Mm-hmm. They could leave at any time.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, tsh- ah, okay. Big money GM said a local commercial or something spoiled that it's a team of Naomi and Carmela. Oh, okay. Interesting.
3: Dragon Reborn, Kofi versus Big E playing pool is epic. Must see. Yeah,
2: it. that's what uh, Lil Eris here in Discord says as well. Yeah, this was actually a good line. Big money, GM says nobody can resist Dean's raw sexual magnetism. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Renee, oh, oh, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, this this last one is definitely a yay. Mark of Steel says, "Is Brian winning at Elimination Chamber a lock since they debuted a custom title only a few weeks before?" Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, and yes. Yeah. Oh, Big Money also says my favorite current move name is Keith Lee's Spirit Bomb. There you go. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in.
3: Thank you, thank Uh, you.
2: Patrons, $5 and up. We've got Overrun coming up. We've got a Truth Exposed video Mm -hmm. about the Abominable Snowman. Oh, Is that what it is? Abominable Snowman? No, it's not Snowman. Yeah, the Yeti. The Yeti. Snowman? Is that what I call him? Yeah. The Abominable? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Anyways. Uh, yeah, fun show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Till next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going in Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going in Raw ad free, gain access to the daily 30 minute Going in Raw post show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going in Raw today. Click the link in the description.